And I really felt, just for a few moments, just open my heart to you. I, I felt like there's people here today, we are going through, uh, obviously, tough time, but I feel like the temptation is to get up out of what we're in all the time. And I feel like we're always in a hurry to get out of what God let us get in or what even God has called us to. And our prayer request is oftentimes, I'm just done. I want out. And, and if you want out before God wants you out, you will play right into the hands of the enemy. Because in Matthew 4, when Satan was tempting Jesus, and he went, he just, in Matthew 3, Jesus was baptized, and the Spirit of the Lord came and, and lighted on him, the King James says. And then in Matthew 4, the Bible says the Spirit led Jesus into the wilderness. And he fasted for 40 days and 40 nights. And the Bible says, and afterward, he was hungry. He, he wanted it. He was ready for it to stop. After 40 days of doing the sacrifice, after 40 days of being in the wilderness and not eating food, he's, the Bible said, okay, I'm ready to eat now. Everybody has their line, even Jesus, where it's like, enough is enough. It's time to eat. This is all I can take. This is all I got. It's time to eat. Nobody wants you to get out of that wilderness sooner than the devil. Because after he had hungered, the devil came to me and said, came to him and said, I got something to offer you. This is a very vulnerable moment. When you are broken and when you're in the darkest season and you're in your wilderness, the enemy will come knocking in that moment like no other, no other moment. Because it's in that moment you are the most open to doing anything that you would never dream of doing. And that's why the Bible says here in Matthew 4 that Satan came straight to Jesus and said, it is written, it actually tempted him and said, command that these stones become bread. The first thing he did was say, hey, tell you what, go ahead and break your fast before time. Go ahead and feed your flesh. Because the enemy knows that if he can get us to fulfill the desires of our flesh, Everything else will be much more difficult that he tempts us on. Our body has got to stay dead. We are, the will of our flesh has got to stay dead. As Americans, we have got to learn the word no. We have got to learn how to sacrifice. We have got to learn how to put things away for seasons until we conquer them. We've got to learn to turn things off. We have to learn to get rid of stuff. We are full of so much. We have got to get to the place where our flesh does not get what our flesh wants. I think that the devil wanted to feed him, and then he wanted to offer him more. Because once you start to feed the flesh, everything else the devil does with you is much more difficult. Step one, get the people of God to give into their flesh. Get them satisfied with natural bread. Because if their flesh is full, I can tempt them to do worse things. The front line offense for the church is not doing what our flesh wants. 
The front line from, from making sure we're safe from the enemy is whenever we feel like we need to eat and we say, I'm not going to. I'm not giving in. I'm not doing my body once. Because if we can stop him right there, every other temptation after that will be much easier. And the reason we're giving in to the second and the third temptation is because we refuse to do the small thing. And that is just go on a fast. And that means just not eat. That just means don't eat food. You won't die. Scientists have told us that our fat is what our body eats whenever we're not eating food. Some of y'all can go a while. I got a few weeks on me. I got a reserve tank, if you will. Fat is stored so that when you go through a season, you've got something to sustain you in the wintertime. So, step one, we have to fast. The second temptation that Jesus gave to him was, he said, he, it took him up. Let me read it to you. Chapter 4, verse 5. I want to see the phrase because this jumped out at me. Then the devil took him up. Then the devil took him up. Come on now. Get your, get your promotion. Get your level up. Get your mountaintop experience. Uh, the devil wants to get you up. He hates it when you're down. He hates it when you're in worship. He hates it when you're dependent on God. The enemy hates it when you are at the bottom. He wants to get you up out of that so that he can get your mind off of it. He wants to promote you out of the wilderness so that you will no longer need to depend on God. He says to us, come on, get up. Now, we, we were raised in church thinking that it was God saying, get up. We was raised in church, going to camp, and when the preacher said, get up, get up. But, but in this context, Satan is saying, get up. Don't stay in the wilderness. Go get blessed. The enemy is trying to get us to get out of the very thing keeping us saved. The enemy is trying to get us to hurry and the process up because in this process of brokenness, we actually are worshiping God. In this process of having nothing, we're depending on Him. And He's trying to hurry up the process and get us up out of it because He sees He's losing His grip on us. And we've got to resist the temptation to hurry to get up. And so Satan said, come on, Jesus, get up. I want to take you somewhere higher. How about to the top of the temple? How about we take you to the pinnacle of the temple? And he said to him, if you are the son of God, then you can throw yourself down. It is written, he shall give his angels charge over you, and in their hands they shall bear you up, lest you dash your foot against the stone. Jesus, if you are who you say you are, let me take you up to the pinnacle, because up there you can jump down. Look, don't ever forget the end goal of Satan taking you up is to get you to fall down. It's a trick. The only time Satan tries to remote you is because he wants to take you to a place that will drop you. And everyone I've ever seen end with God or backslide had a season of going up before they went down. Job, relationship, blessing. Every time somebody said, it's okay, I'm going up, right before they went down. His agenda is to take us up so that we will crash. 
Second temptation. Third temptation. He does it again. He does it again. Verse 8. And the devil took him up. Twice now, Satan is not trying to take us down. Contrary to popular belief, he's trying to take us up. Why is he trying to take Jesus up? You, there's no, you can't take Jesus any lower than he already is. He has no home. He has no monetary value. He has nothing in the earth that he loves. What do you do to a man who's already given everything up for God? You see, when you give up to God, the only temptation he ever has left is to give you things from the world. This is why we must live in this perpetual worship of depending on God and not having attachments to the world. Because the only voice the devil can bring to us is a voice of promotion, a voice of elevation, a voice of why don't you go ahead and get what you need. You deserve this. And so you can't take away anything else from Jesus. He's fasting 40 days. What do you take away from, from someone like that? See, typically the devil will like to take things away from you, but it doesn't work on people that have nothing. So what Satan does is Satan says, why don't you just go ahead and come on up here. And the Bible says it took him up to an exceeding high mountain, and he showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their glory. And he said to him, I will give all these things to you if you'll fall down. I will give everything to you if you'll fall down. His goal is to take you up so that you will fall down. His goal is not to keep you up. His goal is not to let you keep the promises He gives to you. His goal is just to get you up far enough so that He can get you to fall down. He's a liar and a trickster, and the entire goal of this story is to try to promote us just long enough to get us to give in to Him, and then He'll crush us. And So the word today for you is stay down. Stay down in Jesus' name. Stay down. If you're worshiping, stay down. If you're coming to church, stay down. Whatever it takes to pray, stay down. Don't try to get out of what you're in. If you're right with God right now, if you're living righteous right now, then stay down. Don't hear the word of promotion from the enemy. Just stay down. Stay where you can worship. Stay where you can stay close to God. Stay down. Don't get high and lifted up. Don't get pride. Because pride comes before. That's because pride lifts us up. Pride lifts us up so that we can fall. The devil wants to take us so high and then he'll drop you. He promises you great elevation for a season just so he can get gravity to go against you and crush you in the end. So I want to point out this, that Satan has the power over the earth. The three the three powers of Satan are, number one, persuasion. That's the garden, Adam and Eve. Number two, he has pain, Job. He caused pain in Job's family. God allowed him to do it. Number three, he can give you pleasure. The three things, the three powers Satan has, persuasion. How, how many of you here have ever heard something in your mind and it made you question God, the church, and the pastor? It's called persuasion. When the devil gets done talking to you, he will make you wonder what's right and what's wrong. 
When the devil gets talking to you, he'll make you wonder who you can trust and not trust. He'll, he'll leave you confused, reaching for things you never thought you'd reach for. Persuasion. He can hurt you to make you question God. He's got the power to hurt you. He's got the power to cause problems and pain, to make you go, God, where are you at? You must not love me because I'm hurting. He's got the power of pain. And then he's got the power of pleasure. He can take you to a mountain and offer you the kingdoms of the world. He has that power. He's got that power to promote. Make no mistake, the enemy has the power to hurry and offer you something to get you out of worship. He does. And so what I feel right now to all of those who are trying to hurry and get out of what you're going through is just stay where you are. Stop trying to run from your problems. Stop trying to find an easier path. What God is breaking in you needs to be broken. You keep running from the process. Therefore, you will, you will continue to walk in circles in your wilderness and go through the suffering and the pain until you connect with it and win the battle. God's going to keep you going through this until you finally stop trying to get out of the process. Look, if you're suffering, suffer a little while longer because you're already there. Just go in and wait a little while longer. It's not time yet. Uh, until I defeat the enemy, until I conquer this thing once and for all, I'm staying where I'm at. I'm staying where I'm at. Until I'm over this, I'm staying where I'm at. I'm not moving a muscle until I'm done with the voice of the enemy. Watch it now. Watch it. Watch it now. Jesus said to him, verse 10, Away with you, Satan, for it is written, You shall worship the Lord your God. You're not getting my worship. The final thing you come after is the thing you're not getting. And because I am telling you, you can't have my worship, now you got to go. But you cannot tell him to go if you have not made your mind up that you will stay down in worship. You cannot rebuke a devil unless you're in worship. The only way to have authority over the devil is to stay down. Woo. The word worship means like a dog down, licking his master's hand. It's a bowing down. It's a submission. It's an obedience to God. You have no authority standing. You don't have authority on your knees. You can't cast out a devil if you're not submitted to God. And the only reason why Jesus was able to say, get out of here, is because he stayed down. I want authority over that. I want authority over the cause, not just the effect. I want authority over the cause, not just the effect. I want power over the one that caused me to go through it, not just the effects of what I'm going through. I'm sick of looking for solutions for the effect. I want a solution for the cause. We pray to God for authority to help us bread and help us with temples, help us with mountaintops, but God help us have power over the cause of it all. I want power over the enemy. I want authority over him, and I want to tell him to get out of here and never come back. The reason why it keeps coming back is because we keep getting out of the process. He's going to be at the next church. He's going to be with the next spouse. He's going to be at the next job. 
until you understand you can't outrun the effect. Jesus, help us, God. You've got to defeat the cause. You can't outrun the effect. He'll chase you down. He'll cause problems next week, next year. You can move to Alaska if you want to, but you can't outrun that evil spirit. You've got to stay. You've got to stay. You've got to conquer this thing. We, we have a spirit on us that says run, 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 run. Get out of trouble. No, I'm staying now. I've always ran. And I'm always defeated. Y'all, we are the people of God. We don't run. We don't run from our problems. We face them head on. We stay, we worship, and we reign. We stay, we worship, and we have authority. We don't run. We linger. We stay. We worship until that devil goes. We're not moving. You're moving. We're not moving from Del Valley. You're moving, devil. We're not moving from Austin. You're moving, devil. We're going to stay here as long as it takes until we have authority. Thank you, Lord. And the devil left them. And the angels came and ministered to them. There's an end to it. There's an end to it. But how did we get to that end? Not by being lifted up. Not by letting the devil tempt you. Not by letting him try to make you prideful. Pride is the worst pandemic of the church. Men with pride. Women with pride. It's destroying people. Stop lying. You can tell when somebody's got pride. Shows up in their life. You can't, words, pride is not your words. You can lie. And have pride. In fact, a lot of pride people have, have, they're lying all the time. People have pride, they lie, lie, lie all the time. You can do that. It's possible. It's a spirit about you. It's the willingness to let somebody help you. It's asking for help. It's asking questions. Got to get all that out. Because that pride is that lifting up, that I'm, I'm special, I'm powerful, I'm great. It's destructive. We have no power over the enemy if we have pride and lifting and we think that we're better than and we let the enemy lie to us and say, we don't deserve this. You're better than Let them talk to you like that. Who do you think you are? Pride. Now watch this before we close. Jesus understands what we're going through. Forty days he suffered and didn't deserve it. Forty days he went through that suffering. He understands your suffering. He understands what it's like to fast. He understands what it's like to give up. He understands what it's like to live in the wilderness. Probably haven't done that. He understands. This is chapter 4. Look how he ministers to the crowd in chapter 5. Blessed are the poor in spirit. For theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Stay down. Stay down. Look, blessed are those with poor in spirit. Theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. 
Stay down. Don't stop crying. Don't stop weeping. Because if you can stay open and you can stay submitted and you can stay humble, then the Lord will comfort you. Stay down. This is how you get in this fight. This is how you win the, the, against the enemy and the victory. This is how you do it right here. Just stay down. Blessed are the meek. Stay down. They shall inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger. Stay hungry. Stay down. Don't fill yourself up. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Blessed are the peacemakers. Stay down. Don't fight. Make peace. Stay down. They shall be called the sons of God. Blessed are those who are persecuted. Stay down. Blessed for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when they revile and persecute you and say all kinds of evil against you falsely for my sake. Rejoice and be exceeding glad. Rejoice in your down seasons. Rejoice when it seems like you've got nothing going for you. Rejoice when it seems like it's a tough time. Rejoice when it's dark. Rejoice in the wilderness. Rejoice. Rejoice and be exceeding glad. Be glad for great is your reward in heaven. For so they persecute the prophets who were before you. Just stay down, stay low, stay humble. I know we're in a hurry to get up. I know we're sick of the battle and we're sick of the pressure. But the word I felt today for you is just stay down until you conquer whatever's fighting you. You will not conquer it by rising up in pride. You will not conquer it by getting the big head. You won't conquer it by thinking you're all that. You're only going to conquer it and worship at the feet of God. You're going to conquer it by staying low and weeping and, and crying and, uh, and humility and meekness. The only way you'll defeat the enemy is just staying broken. Come on, don't let pride get a hold of you. Don't let that devil lie to you. He's going to lie to you and lie to you and lie to you and say you don't deserve this. Even Jesus at the cross said, Father, why have you forsaken me? That's the voice of the devil. The voice of the devil is that we're not loved when we're meek and we're persecuted and we're broken and we're weeping. It's not true. We're blessed. We're blessed people. So stay low. Stay down. Stay in worship. And the Lord will protect us. And God will give us authority over the enemy. The Bible says that he left the wilderness and he had great power over the devil. He went from being attacked by the devil to casting them out. He went from letting that devil attack him to a season of going after the gates of hell. You first have to endure that season before you have a voice against the enemy. The word for you right now is stay until you break it. You don't have to listen to me. You can keep going ahead and trying to escape your pain, or you can endure until it snaps off of you for, for finally, free, finally, done. You can go ahead and just keep on going through the motions, living underneath the power of the enemy, or you can say, I'm staying right here at the feet of Jesus until this is over, until I've conquered this, I'm going to linger here until I've got authority to take away the cause of it all. This is called going to the root. And we are a people that go after the roots of things, not the surface. 
Whatever it is you think is coming against you right now, the word for you is stay right where you are in worship. And do not let him promote you out of your wilderness too soon. Because he will make it sound so good. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Let's just love the Lord together. Thank you, God, for your word today. Thank you, Jesus. We love you. We need you, God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for your word. We worship you anyway. We worship you anyway. We worship you anyway. The devil won't get us. We worship you, Lord. You you alone we worship. I don't care what he says to us. We worship you and you alone, God. We won't give in to his voice. We worship you and you alone, God. You're not getting me to budge. You're not getting me to change. No, I'm not. I'm not going to I'm not going to go against my commitment to God. No, I'm not. I'm staying right here. I'm staying right here until you go. You will be the one to leave, devil. I'm not leaving. You will leave in the name of Jesus. You've got to go. I'm not leaving. I'm tired of running. I'm tired of changing. I'm tired of being on the run on the defense all the time. You're going to be on the defense from now on. I'm going to stay here until you're done with me. Thank you, Lord. God wants to give somebody in this church service right now a revelation that this can stop and what you've been on the back foot your whole life can twist and turn to where you have the offense, you've got the sword, you've got the power, you've got the, you've got the power to cast out demons and have power over darkness. That is going to be the future of every single person that hears me today is you've got to stay long enough to conquer this season so you can speak to that devil and say, get out of here, get out of here. You've got no power anymore and he will leave you alone you hear me he's gonna leave everybody say he's gonna leave this will not last forever say it will not last forever some of you are under demonic attack and oppression you're home you feel it all the time it's because you're looking for a other another way out besides bowing down to jesus there's no other way out right now except submission submission Obedience. Submit to God. Resist the devil, and he will flee. Submit to God. Resist the devil, and he will flee. You call out the name of Jesus all you want. If you're not submitted to God, you have no power, no authority. Paul I know, Jesus I know, I don't know who you are. Shout Jesus all you want to. If you're not in obedience, if you're not in submission, you have no authority over the devil. Say it all you want to. He's not afraid of your words. That's powerful right there. I grew up in the church and they told me if I would just say the name of Jesus, everything would get better. No, that doesn't work that way. You've got to have an ownership. You can't just throw that name out there. You can't, you can't just throw the name of Jesus out there like you know Elon Musk. You don't know him. You can follow him on Twitter, don't mean you know him. And you can read the Bible and not know Jesus. You've got to submit to him. You've got to suffer with him. In fact, you don't even know the Lord if you can't suffer with him. Because the Bible says it's a fellowship of suffering. That's the problem. I really feel it in the Holy Ghost. You're saying Jesus all over your house. You're anointing your house with oil, but it won't stop because you won't submit to God. 
And the devil's not afraid of you. He's not afraid of your religious terminology. He's not afraid that you can say that name. That's not powerful. What's powerful is when he looks at you and says, you're covered. You belong to the king. You've got the power of the king, the authority of the king, and what you say is like the king says it. I've got to go. I've got to go. Jesus' name. Lift your hands right now. Let's let, let the Lord talk to us right now. In Jesus' name. He's not afraid of your mouth. He's afraid of your knees. He's not afraid of your mouth. He's afraid of your knees bowing down. He's afraid you'll submit to him. He's afraid that you'll give in and stop having pride. That's what makes the devil fearful. I'm done with this battle. Some of y'all right now, God sent me here to tell you it's about to change. You're about to get free of that attack. You've been going through it for decades, and you can't get free of it. It's attacking your home and your family, and you go to church, but you don't get free of it because you can't do anything but worship your way through it. You've got to stay long enough to hear every pitch the devil has and say, it is written. It is written. Every temptation is written. Get behind me. It is written. That's what you're going through right now. You're being tested. You're being tested. We're being tested. And we don't like it one bit. But we will be victorious in Jesus' name. We will be victorious in Jesus' name. Jesus left. And we never read again where he did not have power over the devil. He had complete authority, complete power. And if you're kind of tired of getting beat up, yeah, yeah, if you're tired of getting beat up, feel like you're taking, taking one step forward, two steps back all the time, yeah, am I talking to anybody right now? You got, you got holes in your bucket. You know what I'm talking about right now? You try and fail and try and fail because you don't understand. You can't fight this thing. Stay down. Woo! Stay in worship. Stay in prayer. Don't get up. Stay in worship. Stay in prayer. Stay low. Let him fight your battles. Let him cover you. Let him go before you. Let him do the work that you cannot do. We're not going to run at AFC. We're not going to run. Every single one of you that has dealt with what you battle is better for it. Every one of you that has faced your fears head on, you are more anointed right now, Brother Brandon, than you've ever been before because you go straight for it and say, I'm not backing up. I hear what you're saying to me, devil, but I'm not doing it. I'm doing the opposite of what you say. If you say go high, I stay low. I'm not doing it, devil. I'm going to tell you what's happening. We're about to close. God is making a, a military spiritual army out of this church. And only the strong will survive. And what that means is only the submitted will survive. Only those who stay low and they stay in position and they endure suffering will survive. 
And when the process is done, we will move into a season of great authority and great power where every single one of you that's left over is going to walk around and there's going to be people healed, people delivered, and and devils cast out. God is imparting that on the last day church. It won't just be preachers. It won't just be preachers. It'll be believers, as the Bible says, that believers, signs will follow the believers. That's what God's doing. Because here's the revelation my wife and I have. We cannot win this darkness against this darkness with our minds, with our education, with our speech. It is too strong for man's mere mortal tactics. We've got to have the power of God on our side. We have to. And that's what's happening right now in our church. That's what you feel. It's uncomfortable. Yeah, it is. But when we're done, we'll have all authority and all power. We'll see victory we've only dreamed of, spoken about, prophesied over us. We'll have all of those things. But we've got to stay and we've got to endure and we've got to say, I'm not going, but that spirit's going. So I I just, I challenge you today to make up your mind that we have authority over every spirit that comes against us. That it's God's will for us to stay solid and to let the spirit be the one to get out. And that's what God wants us to do. That's what he wants for us to do. Let's all stand today. Thank you, Jesus. Let's lift our hands. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. I'm going to stay low in this season, God. I'm going to reject those voices. I'm going to reject that lie. I'm going to reject the temptation to promote me. I'm going to reject the temptation to make my life easier. I do not want easy. I want power. I do not want easy. I want true authority in the Spirit. I do not want easy. I know who I'm talking to right now, church family. You're the toughest people in all the world. You don't want easy either. You want to win. You want to overcome. You're tired of being beat up all the time, and you know better than that. You've read the Bible, and you know it ought not be so. We ought to be the people of power and authority in the name of Jesus. We know better than this. God's got more for us than suffering. Hallelujah. Praise God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. I'm telling you guys, my my wife and I are going to suffer to the very end, and we're going to stick it out no matter what hell tries to do. And it's going to hurt. Until it doesn't, it's going to hurt until one day it shifts. And in a moment, that devil's gone. But not until we say no to everything he's asking of us. I don't know how many more weeks he's going to ask us. But we're going to keep staying no until it's over. And the remnant that's left over will walk out with authority and power and will turn this city upside down for Jesus Christ. I feel it in my spirit so strong. Do you feel it in your spirit today? Thank you, God.
Let's praise Him together. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, God. We love you. Thank you for the Word. Thank you, God, for the authority and the power. Thank you, God, for the plans you have for us. Thank you, God, for the plans for us to be overcoming victorious people of God. Thank you, God, for the ministries you're building in this church. Thank you for the ministers you're raising up in this church. Thank you for the authority you're giving us in the church. Thank you, God, for what you're doing so we can help this city, help this world, help people at Oasis and Lakeside, God. You're working it out in us, Jesus. Praise God. I'm so thankful for Brother Brandon and what God's doing in his life. And we got to spend some time together yesterday. Brother Brandon has been going through some health complications. and Strange things that you just can't understand or explain. But in this time, Brother Brandon, God has been pulling him close. And God has been speaking to him. Take advantage of your broken season. He reported to me, and I, I, think, it's a, I think it's a testimony, or a victory report. I'll, I'll mention it to you. He wouldn't do this, but he said he felt led to sell his television so he could put more time into growing in the Word and learning from God. Thank you. Thank God for a, a righteous man, a man who wants to be holy and righteous in this world that tells us young people won't serve God and men won't serve God. It's not true. And so thank you for being a good example. Appreciate that. But, but he's in that dark season. And in that dark season when you feel attacked, there's only one thing to do, stay down. And that's what he's doing. And God is taking care of him, and God's showing him things, and God is encouraging him. And God's going to build an incredible ministry, I believe, in Jesus' name. And he's not the only one. There's many of you that have a wind of opportunity to be used by God. But you're seeking comfort when you should just be seeking worship. Yeah. So I hope you hear me today. God has plans for you. Everybody say, God has plans for me. Every father, every mother... God has plans for you and your home. He wants you to go for the season and win. In Jesus' name.